0: the latest edition of black coffee with a little sugar this is stan jason and yvette i'm glad you're with us again we wanted to change the pace a little bit this this morning uh, and this podcast we've been very very heavy um, we've covered some issues, and you know, that's the world that we live in right now. There's a lot of tough issues to cover when you think about a pandemic and you think about all the social justice issues. Um, but for the first couple of months, um, we've covered it and we've hit it hard. Um, today, we wanted to kind of lighten the load. um but you know, with this group, we're probably still gonna pick up on some serious issues while we have some fun at the same time. But, um, I want to kick that off in and and and, you know, we have a lot to say about. we want to cover, I guess, movies and things like that but um
1: yeah before we get there though i think um you know as much as we want to lighten it up and i i I think everybody needs a little lightening but i i also think we need to have a quick conversation and quick uh moment of thoughts and prayers for folks out west with all these wildfires and i won't even get into how they started and some of the silliness that started some of these things but um there's that and then we we would be remiss with uh a former police officer and two former New Yorkers, uh, who uh, did not talk about yesterday and, and the remembrance of 9/11, uh, and what was for our generation a defining moment, a tragedy that we thought we'd never seen the likes of. Um, unfortunately, the the scale of death with coronavirus might uh, pale that, but I think the the impact and that that moment for me, especially, I'd gotten off a night shift. Um, Woken up by a phone call saying there'd something happen. Uh, turned on the TV and the, just in time to see Tower 2 hit. Uh, and then, you know, getting called in and getting to work and not knowing what was going to be next, not knowing if there were going to be more attacks, not knowing anything. And the, and the moments of, of that first day, uh, just seeing it play out over and over again. And like I said, I didn't even, I've never even been to New York, so I can't imagine what it's like for, for you, Yvette, and Stan
2: man i know for me just thinking about nine eleven, i remember driving to work just kind of feeling like oh, man, what a day uh the year before the year 2000 9 uh, september 11th is when my grandma passed away so i was just thinking about that as i was driving to work like how much i missed her and and then when i got to my my desk um uh, I was uh, working on a support desk at the time and I was always started my day I would bring up CNN and just to see what the headlines were and then I noticed what I thought was a commercial and I'm like man CNN what's wrong with you guys y'all are this is this commercial is in really poor taste I remember seeing the the, the, the twin towers and it looked like it was a a plane going right towards it, and I'm like, "This isn't funny. Why are they doing that?" And then, then I heard the screams around me because I had a lot of New Yorkers working uh, with me. They had just moved to Florida uh, to to be on the, the the support desk, and then I realized that this wasn't a commercial and that it was really real. And um, just the how my heart sank in that moment, and I was like, wow, and I was just thinking that it's just about me today, but it really just wasn't about me at all.
0: Um, For me, it was just the most shocking day that I can remember ever. Um, I just remember being, I was working in a school district in North Carolina, Goldsboro, North Carolina, um, which has um, an Air Force Base, that's what it's known for, Seymour Johnson Air Force Base, and I remember, you know, we, we monitor um, the news because we're in the communications department and we just kind of saw it play out. I was in shock. Um, I was at a time where I was really connected to New York still because, you know, when I was in college, I used to drive to New York a lot. Um, you know, I was born there, but then I started getting to know New York when I got a little older and could drive. And I remember um, the Twin Towers being my landmark, and some of you appreciate this. Um, when I got lost in New York, sometimes all I did was look up to find those twin towers and it would help me figure out where I was. But I remember that day. I remember, you know, having those personal feelings um, as the towers went down. And then I also remember having to go into that crisis mode. And Jason appreciate this being in a school district in a military town and nobody knows what's going on. So we had to go into that mode of, are we going to be tacked? Are we going to be next? And it just kept coming and it kept coming all day. So um, it is, It is a tragic um, situation. It's a real situation to a lot of us, and um, we'll never, we'll never ever forget it.
1: Yeah, it's it's out there, and you know, everyone talks about you know people older than us remember when Kennedy was shot, people you know people D Day things of that nature, Pearl Harbor, but yeah, for us, um, I just again, there's there's thousands of you know there's thousand plus people who who never, who lost somebody that day directly, uh, you know, that just are, they're never going to come home again. And so that's something we just have to understand about real life. But I think we need to lighten this up. We need to get back to where we were talking about trying to make people smile and laugh instead of bringing them down again. So <laughs> I think, um, you know, I, we talked this with this podcast, wanting to talk about a little bit of TV, a little bit of movies, a little bit of fun we're having for me. Um, one of the things I got to do, is I got to uh, introduce er, my uh, my youngins back into Star Wars, um, and because the the movies were a little bit much for them early on, just the, 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 a lot of dense dialogue, they didn't they didn't want it wasn't enough action. So luckily, when uh, Disney put out uh, Clone Wars, the cartoon series uh, that uh, that reignited it for them. Uh, and I know Yvette, you know about the about Ahsoka Tano and and all that fun. And don't spoil oh, it. Oh yeah. But, um, but
2: those two white lightsabers, she was getting it. I tell you <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they love it. They love being able to see her. And and again, it's not to you know to get a little bit into it though. I, I've enjoyed the fact that it it while it reaches back to my youth, it's it's a new story to me many times. And and for them to see a a female character as a, as a, as really that strong and powerful and, and being focused on, especially in this last season here. Uh, has been huge for them. They they're downstairs playing, and I hear him. Oh, I'm the Chancellor, oh, I'm Ahsoka, and and Sarah just rolls her eyes and man, you won, you won. They're they're Star Wars geeks now. You're into it, but uh, yeah, that's their. Uh, it's it's good stuff. I think it's it's been fun for them, and we'll keep keep it going now that you know. Just one positive, I guess. I'm going to take out of that.
0: You guys might as well be talking another one well, I definitely love it. <laughs> Go ahead, on,
2: Yvette <laughs> No, I'm just saying we really love it. I mean, it's definitely point of um, connection for me and um, my husband, actually, more than my kids. My kids really don't care about um, Star Wars unless it's got Rey in it. But, you know, I got three little boys, so go figure. But um, it's just been so great to connect with Phil. And actually, The Clone Wars, as Jason was saying, is such a great show where you get to fill in the gaps. And what I also love about it, it shows um, Anakin in a really, really human way, right? There's so many layers to him that you might not get when you're actually watching the the movies. But it's just good to to actually experience him and what he's going through and his fears and even you know how he kids around with Ahsoka. And I, I just love, love, love that show. Phil actually showed me the the movies. I'm one of those rare people that actually got to see it one through one through six. And then when the other movies came out, seven through nine. So it's been an experience. So thank you, Phil. (laughs) Uh,
0: I I don't even know what the hell you guys are talking about.
2: (laughs) Stan, come on. Jump (laughs) in. I know,
0: I I know I missed out on that. Um, I still have a chance to go back, but what? (laughs) <laughs> not even not even give us a Mace Windu? Come what? on. Now. What are you talking <laughs> about? Your reaction? So, Come on. So, so I'm guilty of um, being a person that, that you know, I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I like to watch a lot of sports. Um, but, you know, COVID has gotten me doing some things that I haven't typically done. Um, and, and I've watched Game of Thrones. That was my favorite for years. When you think about it, for 10 years, that was my favorite. And then it went away. And then you know, I got the idea that you know, my daughter wanted to see it. And before you guys send me hate mail, which you don't know how to send me hate mail, hopefully, um, yeah, she's young, but she's a teenager. And you know what? Anybody who has a teenager, y'all should know that they're probably seeing some of this stuff anyway. And so my attitude was, well, let's just watch it together. And so we started watching it. And and you know, I think Game of Thrones has been is the best. Um, series as far as production and directing and everything that comes with that that's ever been done. And so I knew what kind of reaction she would have. She was blown away. And, you know, as as late as last night, we watched two episodes last night and same reaction. We're finishing and, and, and I'm watching my daughter in shock because um, Aya, I don't have to be a spoiler anymore, basically just killed the Night King, which... Nobody saw it coming. And so it was it's been a beautiful moment to watch her her eyes and their expressions and it's been a good bonding session for us. And now I'm I don't want to leave out my boy, my son. He's gonna take us through um and we're gonna talk about it. I think somebody's probably gonna talk about Marvel and this, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about that later. But Justin is gonna take me through that adventure um soon too.
2: Oh man. I can appreciate that you watch, you know, Game of Thrones. I mean, I loved, loved Game of Thrones. But, you know, I really like criminal shows myself. Um, And one of the most favorite ones that I have watched, you know, especially me and Phil together is Criminal Minds. I love Criminal Minds. Uh, We would just send the kids to bed and it would just be a time where we could really get into... Um, a show without them, because let's face it, it's but so much you could watch Paw Patrol and some of those other things. And um, it was like the TV that we paid for was actually theirs, so it was just nice to to see some grown folks and some action. And um, we always wanted to know if people were Team Rossi or Team Gideon. I mean, just wonderful characters. And I just don't know, you know, what you guys think about that show.
1: I'm team. I don't know because I've never watched the dang thing. I'm sorry.
2: You gotta be kidding me! You not watch the show, Mr. Stan? Are you? you,
0: I got got nothing. Like I'm (laughs) the only. We're the only two people in this country that haven't watched Criminal Minds, and I I don't even know how to even start watching it at this point.
2: Well, you know what? That says a lot of. That says a lot about y'all. I'll tell you that.
0: Well, Jason's a former. You know what.
2: Yeah,
1: I, did, I, I, I I can't no. See y'all, y'all think oh uh, you know that that that's what's wrong with everyone. You think forty five minutes everything gets solved and perfect. I, it, you know I I blame I blame I blame that for half the problems when it comes to the job. No, seriously though, I am uh, glad you enjoyed it. But yeah, no, I, I that definitely was not one uh, that I've ever gotten into. But you know we've had some time now we, with this lockdown. We've had a lot of time to sit and watch or read or listen uh, and. And I'll be, I'll be the first to admit it. I'm not a big reader. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm grew up on TV. And so let me watch something and Stan alluded to it. We've, we actually did when we first got into lockdown, the girls wanted to watch, they'd seen all the marvels, but they wanted to watch them in order. So we went to, you know, went to the good old internet and found the correct chronological order, not release date order, but like, you know, if it happened in the timeline. So It was. uh, It took us uh, quite a time, quite a time, and a lot of. Oh, can we do it today? And it's a beautiful day out in the summer. We don't want to be inside, but went through Marvel, got them all done. That was wonderful. Um, Sarah and I. Sarah makes me uh, made me dip my toe into the crazy world. Uh, We had to watch Tiger King. I don't know. I don't know if anybody else has seen this, but but, uh, between you two, I mean, I know a lot of people saw it, but that was just wild. I mean, uh, cats and kittens, hell, all of it, all of the the insanity of of who we are in this country, really came to life in that moment of watching that goofy thing. Uh, mm, I did feel yeah. watching it, but uh, yeah, I, it was it was one of those crazy ones that you it just couldn't walk away from the train wreck. Um, <laughs> I just yeah. couldn't. I just couldn't. You all see that one? You all watch that one at all?
2: I didn't no watch. No, *Tiger King, King*,
0: bro. No. Everybody that's listening to this podcast has, but, you know, oh, yeah. I, I have. Maybe, maybe they'll do a podcast so we can hear them.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, it's just, uh, you know, but, but it's been fun to have some of the goofy stuff, though. I mean, we just, we just randomly came across another one the other day. It was uh, Jean-Claude Van Johnson. It was, uh, what, like, what is this? <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme, for those old enough to remember, the action star. And it was a whole, it was just a six-episode quick hitter thing about what would happen if he, if he had really been a secret agent the whole time. And it was, and now he was older and wanted to get back in. it. was hilarious to watch things from the past and watch him just be old and do his thing. It was, it was very funny. I mean, just I
0: bet you those steroids are kicking in.
1: Oh, that it looks <laughs> like, it. He, he, You know, he, he looked he looked rough, but I mean, he also looked better than I do. He He's in better shape than I am, so I, I had to give him props. Uh, but you're right, maybe the cocaine and steroids All right kept, kept him going. Oh
2: my god! For Here sure. we go. For uh-huh.
1: sure. Uh huh. But. Sarah's got her weird ones too. She's got she's she's got her stories. I call them. She's got her hallmark love. It, uh, everything's at the heart in the name, and it, so you can tell it's gonna be sappy. You know, when yeah. called the heart heart of Dixie, I mean, it's like you know something's wrong, right?
2: That's what's and, up, Sarah.
1: Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And I'd I'd be working from home, and the girls would be all huddled in the room watching, and I'd go in for a few hours of work, come back out, same characters, different. I'm like, wait, weren't they just together and? It, sh- I get the shush, I get the shush because this guy's dreamy or this kind of thing. So, yeah, we've had our yeah. fun. Listen,
2: had our and listen, and you know that the story is going to be over when they have the kiss at the end and the and the girl, she kicks her foot up. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. The no, best.
0: Yeah. Y'all can keep that. I don't know. I can think of better stuff. I'm going to talk about better stuff. Please <laughs> 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 <You> save <laughs> me from this, please. The best. So, so <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I almost forgot, but I'm a power fan. Um, stars. That's a great series. And I mean, I watched it when it came out, but then I watched it again during COVID and it's just great. And now they're launching um, the second series to that. So that was fun. Um, And now, um, but, but you know, anybody um, that's an entrepreneur or like that kind of thing. And and I feel like I've become one the last three years. um, I've been watching Billions and billions is just fun, man. Like, I mean, I know it's got some stuff in there that 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 probably is unethical and immoral, but as far as being watching and getting the minds of filthy rich people who are greedy and ambitious, it's kind of fun. And then I I, I mean it's taken me into a different world. Like I, I didn't even know there were people out there paying fifty some thousand dollars a month for rent. Isn't that yeah. insane? And then yeah, these, these right. same folks are getting about a million dollars for their bonuses. So I, I, you know, I'm getting motivated watching them <laughs> and yeah. I don't know if it's true or not, but if I can get anywhere near that, I think it'd be okay. Um, so, so that's been my guilty pleasure. Um, CNN is not, but um, I've been <laughs> in a habit mm. of watching CNN for years because of my jobs. And, you know, I've been watching it way too much. And quite frankly, it's not what it used to be. It's just, it's just not no. that great, guys. And so, I don't want to yeah. sound like one of those old guys is saying it's not what it used to be, but it's not. And I think Jason, you want to say something about CNN too?
1: No, I just, I mean, I just, I think news in general. I think, I think you know, you you can speak to this more than than either of us. You, you, I have been a journalist, but I I remember back to journalism class in in, in high school and college, and and I just think they've all gotten to the point where they want to be entertainers. They don't want to be journalists. Yeah. Hey.
2: Hey, yeah. hey, I watch in too. And I love Don Lemon. I think that Don Lemon's show is sometimes really entertaining, especially yeah. when he's getting ready to go into his show and he has his little back and forth with Chris Cuomo, who I also love. I think it's entertaining, especially when Don starts going in on some of his guests, it's like comedy central.
0: Well, I think we all agree that it's entertaining. What, yeah. what we're trying to say is that like I want to watch Game of Thrones for entertainment. I want to watch the news sometimes. And so it's lacking. But you know what? I'm I'm not we're picking on CNN. I think they're way better than everybody else. If you want just flat out entertainment news, watch Good Morning America. They cause they don't yes. even try. They don't no. even try. No.
1: No, they're just they're just having fun. I mean stray hands in there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean and I enjoy it. And Stephanopoulos, you know, they try to bring some gravity with him and Robin, but I mean, it's not, no.
0: Yeah. So, and and so now, like, quickly, um, because cause I'm not the TV person as, as, as my family over here, they're the, I don't have much. Um, I, I'm going to talk about my podcast. I'm going to be real quick, but hey, write these down, people. Like, Pod Save America. That's my after, favorite political after podcast. After they listen to us. There's, there's, there's enough love to go around. So so we talk politics sometimes, but these guys talk, talk politics to me to the best. They It's called Pod Save America. They're great guys. Um, the Daily is my favorite podcast period. you know uh, as far as watching the news and, and listening is something that develops stories in a brilliant way, it's the daily. Um, they just did a two-part on Brianna Taylor and it is brilliant. You should go and watch it, listen to it. Um, it is worth it still processing. They need to come back out. It's been a, it's been a while, but they're two New York, um, New York Times movie critics, entertainment critics, and they have a, a, a great podcast where they get into race and culture and all kinds of things in a very unique way. They talk about arts and music and all that, and it's awesome. And then my last thing is um, um, I always have to bring this up. Jason, you might get annoyed, and Yvette, you might like this, but I'm a UNC person, Really? Everybody knows I'm a tar oh, Heel!
2: Yeah,
0: that that's my school. And and so I love the podcasts that talk about recruiting and the planning for the next year and predictions and I, I still have a little sports junkie in me and, and that fills my need for for that. But those are my things.
2: Well, shoot. I love, love, love like some of the crazy movies and I said slapstick humor movies. People who know me probably would not think that I would love some of these, but I definitely want to talk about it. Dodgeball is like number one on my list. If I'm feeling blue,
0: we are surprised by this. I'm a surprised. Bad
2: day, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you can bad. dodge a wrench. You can dodge you can a ball. <laughs> ball. That's like my favorite. And it's a Dolia Stala Biblioteca. I just love, 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 love that movie. Um, Starsky and Starsky Hutch is another one that I love. What? I love. Please tell me. Are you yeah. talking about the movie? Are you talking I about? I am talking, talking with about theory. the movie. With oh
0: Snoop, come on, no! Love, <laughs> love, love, and then come on, who doesn't love the Mighty Ducks? Oh, me, see, I, I don't love them. I don't. I don't. I on, go on, go on. Go you know, I, I like, it I,
1: but it's it's almost it's almost annoying now being in Minnesota because everybody thinks that you know that, that they get they get so technical about that movie. I can't even. Oh really? Oh no, okay. man.
2: What's right. technical to get about with the Mighty
1: Ducks? Oh, because they because they say they're in, in one city when they're really in another. Like they start skating at the Mall of America, and all of a sudden end up in St. Paul, and it's, it, it, they're all like, yeah. yeah, they get all into all that kind of Guys, stuff. Guys, I
0: got I gotta pause you just for a second. She said, "Dodgeball, Starski and Hutch, and the Mighty Ducks." <laughs> now, if we were doing a pop, a, a pop quiz, who 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 do you think would get the most votes for those movies on this uh, podcast? Yeah. Not her. Right? I, maybe maybe our brother Jason. Am I, being, maybe, yeah. am I stereotyping? Anyway. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I mean
1: that, that, I think that, that's think that's wrong.
2: wrong. I love those movies. So true. They, make me, they make me feel nostalgic for, for for days long by I guess. I don't know.
0: They I don't, make me crap, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> You have to get rid of some you got have to get some points back. are you are you, are you my sister? Get,
2: get going. Hey, hey,
0: hey,
1: all right. all right. Let's let's save us all then. Let's save us all and let's talk about something that, that gives us points and we all loved. I think I think we gotta change it up, but I think we gotta talk
0: last dance. The last dance. This is fun. Do I get to do I get to start? so so, anybody else Carolina man come on so so I have to do this because once we start talking about Chicago and that's fine I love them in Chicago (laughs) but we'll never come back to Carolina but you are born somewhere and he was born in Wilmington North Carolina and and we know him before he was a star and I remember like I remember man when he got on that campus I mean these are just stories I don't remember but I remember the stories of of you know Carolina already had two All-Americans on that team James Worthy and Sam Perkins. Okay. And then all of a sudden this little kid comes in and and I, in 2 weeks he was the best guy on the or he was arguably the best guy on the team because James Worthy was still a bad man. And so but um I remember like it was it was so it was so ironic because I loved him when he was at Carolina and then I kept loving him but you know I I came from New York. I was a Knicks fan, which is really bad because they never won. And then I was also a 76ers fan because of Dr. J Dr. and then J. Charles Barkley. I love those guys. And so I didn't want Jordan to win. I was pulling against him. I, I said, you go get your 30 and i love it, but you still need to lose. And so oh, I was man. always torn his whole career, but I loved him. That's what's wrong with
1: you. That's what's wrong with you. Yeah, I loved
0: a- him, but I mean, I can't just drop. I'm not like you, Jason. I can't just drop my team <laughs> just because of one guy
2: right oh my gosh oh i didn't my God. oh my gosh anyway i mean i love 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 seeing jordan and his element just the whole excellence that he had about the game and how he drove and pushed everybody to be better and if you weren't giving your all he was going to let you know about it you know it's in the era of like tough love which we don't really see a lot these days i mean people get their feelings hurt and whatever I um, I also love the story that, you know, that talked about the love of his father. I mean, he loved his dad and was real close with his dad. Um, and I just remember how, you know, even when he was coming back to the game of basketball, how it was different for him because he knew his father wasn't um, going to be watching him um, at least not in the stands. Just watching him just made you want to be better. And I tell you what, there's no other Thursday jersey um, other than that Carolina jersey.
1: So Jason, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I hear y'all. I hear y'all. And again, t- t- talking about stereotypes, I uh, big shock. I wasn't a big basketball fan growing up.
0: Yeah, you were watching too much <laughs> hockey. Yeah, I, I might have been. I
1: might have been more into baseball and hockey, but or in football. But you know, I mean, we won't go there. But. <laughs> You know, you the the world stopped when he when he when he started playing, and and in being in Chicago, it was it was like heaven royalty, and it was it was amazing. And then going back and seeing some of that footage and seeing him drive around the city, and 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 looking at how he was and how he with those cigars and the stories of of how tough he was. On I think it was Tarazi, it, it made a comment. She was at a. a uh, a camp of his and he, she was shooting free throws and he said he, he'd give her some shoes if he, if she made her free throws and she missed one and she's like you thinking oh he'll give them to me anyway and she's like he's like no you didn't you didn't make it you don't get the shoes and so like how tough he was and how how competitive how i think the one line was he wanted your he wanted your money in his pocket he didn't care if it was a $1, dollar a hundred dollars he want he was competitive and uh, not to mention the music, though the mu- some of the music from that was again yeah. bringing it back. We talk about what you yeah. uh, enjoyed, getting back to the music. That was just, my uh, music, uh, yeah, bro,
0: Yes. KRS-One, uh, all that stuff, uh, yeah.
1: But uh, and the, I think the last thing though was uh, Kraus. I, I don't know how I feel about how how that played out because. I being in Chicago, you, you hated him. You, you he was the one who broke <laughs> up the team. He was the one that, that did all these things and that came out, but then it also came out that man it was tragic. Man, they picked down the, um, the hell out of him. <laughs> well he earned it.
0: He he earned that. He deserved it.
1: That's the thing. Man, I, I guess, you know, I guess it's yeah, Michael I guess,
0: Jordan. I guess
1: I, I agree. I mean, I, I just you try to teach your kids to be nice to people, and you, then you watch that. and You're
0: like, damn, they couldn't even like. Oh, everything was yes, short or yeah. this or
2: that. I was like,
0: oh, that that those are athletes, man. I mean, I hate to stereotype, but I, I I've been there. I've been in that locker room. <laughs> You've been in that locker room. Yeah, it, it can know. be pretty brutal. Oh, but you was. know, I, I I mean, I want to get, I going to want to move us, but you know, just quickly, um, do you think this documentary boosted or tainted? his legacy in any way. What do what you think in event?
2: Well, I tell you what, it just deepened my love for Jordan. I was, I saw him as a human being because man, when a man can fly, you don't really think that he's human. So I I really, I enjoyed seeing that indeed he is human, has feelings. <laughs>
1: Yeah. He's the king. I mean, the the term goat gets turned around, you know, greatest of all time, all of that. Uh, I don't care about the rumors. I mean, again, being in Chicago, we heard all the crazy rumors about why he played baseball for a while and uh, how he cut his finger and the, and the flu game and all those things, but none of that can change what he was in the court. None of it.
0: Yeah. He was, he was the, he's still the best to me. And I, I, I don't like that debate about him and, um, LeBron James, because I think both of them are great, but you know, to me, yeah, he, he was, you know, he was he's the best. Um the the the, the documentary was very entertaining to me. Um, I really, really enjoyed um, the portrayal of the, the 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 stories of the supporting cast and Rodman and Carmen Electra and,
2: <laughs> Man, um, and, true. and
0: and Scotty and I mean it was great kind of seeing the lives of, of the supporting cast. That was a treat. Um, And I know Jason and I have a mutual friend. We're going to do a shout out to Trent Tucker because he will tell anybody I played with Jordan and he did, Uh Mm -hmm. you know, his his job. And he tells me all the time, my job was to do one thing, make those three pointers. And if he didn't, Jordan would give him hell. But um, we didn't see. I saw Trent. I think I saw one picture of him in there. Barely. Yeah, it's just too bad. Maybe it next is. time
1: would have been nice. I still I still trying to get him to give me an intro one of these days, but you know I don't know that'll happen. Yeah. you know I think we talk about the legacy though. I think and I think we're gonna have to come back to this at a deeper level uh, at another episode because I think we we should have a conversation about famous people and and their place in history and their place in social justice because I think there's a they touched on it in the in the documentary and we we've talked about it before, but what is what is a what is somebody's responsibility? as an athlete or as a, as someone with a platform, but I think that would get us down way too big a road today. But I think we're going to come back to that at a different time. Cause we definitely, I, I want to talk more about that. But,
0: are we going uh, to use the Cosby show as an example, Jason?
1: We're going to talk a little bit about Cosby show. Cause we, we, we did allow our girls start watching that and knowing what the reality of today is and trying to figure out what day, when we're going to have that conversation that this really funny guy that was in, that we, uh, we loved is now got a different,
0: history to him. I cannot wait for that episode. That's going to be oh, good. Yeah.
2: That's going to be good. But, you know, there are some shows that are right along the lines um, of the Cosby show and some of these other ones, um, not for the same reason, but just talking about social justice and a lot of the uh, topics of the day. And one of our shows to watch with the kids is Blackish. Um, we really got into it with, uh, with our kids during this Season of quarantine. And I mean, our boys are so, so crazy. They have even tried to match up the family members in Blackish to our own family members. You know, it's a toss up between sometimes how I act like Ruby and then how sometimes I act like Rainbow. And I'm not, I don't even see like how they could. <laughs> I think you act like Diane most of the to time. Better.
0: Don't you, Jason? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, like Diane. I
2: actually <laughs> felt like I acted like Diane, so this is awesome to me. <laughs> but man, oh, yeah. Just so funny. A couple of the episodes that we really, really watched, and our kids just kind of looked at us. Um, especially the one on Prince. You know, I, sometimes I feel like I failed as a parent because they really don't know who Prince is, nor do they care. So they acted like those children on um on blackish but uh, I just remember how much justice they gave to that episode. And then another one that wasn't as funny. It's really
1: interesting, is how they've been able to help people learn.
2: Yeah. Well, I know that there was one that wasn't as funny, but it was still helpful. Uh, And it was a colorism episode because, you know, uh, I live in a household where we have varying shades of brown. And my oldest son, who I always refer to as my little chocolate baby, uh, you know, was, has been feeling some kind of way about people talking about his skin color. And it was just um, right on time when he saw that episode um, and how Diane has felt in her life. Um, and, you know, even when it came down to, to taking school pictures and he actually could find um, a little bit of common ground in that episode. so. Uh, while funny, Blackish is is definitely one where the kids can learn a little bit,
1: and us too. Yeah, us too is right. I mean, I think the um, and I'm not a big sitcom person for, for all the TV I watch. I mean, I'm I, Sarah laughs at me because I, I I didn't do Seinfeld, I didn't do all those other ones, but Blackish has been something that I I try to make sure I catch and uh, definitely before COVID. I think the funny part was one of the parts that played out was you know this year. Uh, Juneteenth uh, was much more important to people, uh, white people uh, than it had been in the mm-hmm. past. And I, I had to laugh because I felt like I was in that pit when he goes into those meetings, when he's got that pitch meeting with all his folks around him and they're all saying crazy stuff and he's trying to teach them and, and educate them. I felt yeah. like folks were in that meeting. I felt like I, I I could see myself right there with, with how folks were reacting this year um, to Juneteenth because, because uh, of everything that happened with George Floyd and everything else. Uh, white folks had just gotten a lot more uh, into that, and I was just—I really just saw myself sitting in that episode, going, "Man, people are just crazy. People are just crazy."
0: <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna wrap this, but um, um, I think um, I mean, I started watching Blackish before, well, like everybody else before COVID, and and you know, it was an important show for us. I mean, it's funny, but the bottom line is, when when Blackish started, there weren't that many programs or shows that starred black people and that that my kids and I could just see right right from the jump that this has our culture and everything in it and that this show did did and as I when they were younger as I was trying to teach all kinds of lessons on social justice and things that matter. um, This was a great opportunity to do it in a fun way. In an educational way, we watch the thirty-minute show and then we would laugh and then we—they'd have all kinds of questions. So anybody who has young kids, I recommend that you do that because that's a, a great, easy, fun way to do it in a way that doesn't feel like you're just okay. Now we're in the classroom teaching our kids, and so. But um, it was—it's been awesome, kind of, kind of, kind of revisiting all of these programs, guys. This has been fun. Um, we left out a whole bunch of them. Nobody talked about Hamilton we're going to have a whole program on that down the road, right guys?
2: That
1: gets its own. That's got
0: to get Oh yeah, that gets its own. yeah. So we didn't talk about sports enough and we're going to talk about sports cause it never ends. Um, but we're going to wrap this up. Um, unless you guys have any parting words, um, I, I think that that's a, that's it. That's a wrap for this episode of black coffee with a little sugar. Um, as always, you know, if you enjoyed this, please share it, um, like it and, um, send us a comment or two so we can, um, Maybe do a show that you want us to do. Um, but we'll we'll be back very soon and thank you for listening to us.
1: Thanks, everybody. Take care.
2: Take care.